I'm not a very good gardener. My thumb will never be mistaken for green. The other day, I saw a caterpillar on our uh, patio out back. I think there's a photograph. There it is. I took a picture of it for, for Kendra's class. I don't know if you can, can tell. Uh, and the question was, which way is that caterpillar headed? And it's a, Anyway, I thought that would be fun. Uh, the next day, I found out where the caterpillar was going. I think we have a picture of that, too. <laughs> oh, fortunately, we are not dependent upon my gardening skills to feed our family. Uh, neither is the caterpillar. But in the New Testament day, it was very different. For many people, if their garden did not produce, their family didn't eat. So they got pretty good at gardening. Now, Jesus uses an obvious example from gardening to describe a reality that every believer needs to understand. It's found here in John chapter 15. We're going to start reading in verse 4, but we're actually going to look at several verses in this passage this morning. Verse 4, Jesus says, Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This morning, we're going to learn how all of us as believers can live in the vine. Now, there's something we need to understand that living outside of the vine is fruitless, literally. John chapter 15 begins with an extended illustration where Jesus talks about something that was very familiar to the people of his day. It's familiar to most of us today. The idea of how a vine can produce fruit and how the branches of that vine Bear the fruit. And the illustration begins with a definition and then a warning. It's found in verse 1 and 2. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. It would appear that this being fruitful idea is an important thing. Something we should desire to do. Now, now, don't take this illustration farther than Jesus intends. Uh, this is not about somebody losing their salvation uh, or a true believer in Christ being cut off from the kingdom of God because they weren't being fruitful enough. That's not the point that Jesus is making here. For, for one thing, that would conflict with the very clear teachings that Jesus gives that our salvation is 100% dependent upon him. It's not dependent on us. We don't earn our salvation. We don't keep our salvation. Jesus does that for us. John 3.16 teaches that he gives everlasting life, not conditional life, not life conditioned on whether or not we live up to some standard, but it's everlasting life, life that lasts forever. If it could end, it wouldn't be everlasting. So it's important to understand that when Jesus is talking about 
the father cutting off a branch and casting it out to be burned, he's not talking about salvation. So what is Jesus teaching here? Well, for one thing, he's teaching how serious it is to live outside of God's will and command. He describes the problem in verse 4. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Our purpose, the reason we are here, the reason why God created you and me is to bear fruit. That's what we do. The only way we can do that is if we are in Christ. The picture that Jesus paints could not be more clear. If you cut a branch off of a vine, that branch will no longer bear fruit. That's what Jesus says in verse 6. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. Now again, Jesus isn't talking about salvation here, but he is talking about something that is very, very important. In fact, it's essential. He's talking about the reason why we are saved. Now we typically think about what salvation means for us. That we're going to heaven, that our sins are forgiven, that we have Christ with us always. And all of those are absolutely true. All of those are absolutely described in the scripture. But the reality is, those are the results of our salvation, not the purpose for our salvation. We are saved in order that we might give glory to God. That's our purpose. That's why we're here. That's what God has created us to do. Now, how do we do that? Well, Jesus puts it in very simple terms. We give glory to God by bearing fruit. Now, as I told you, I don't know a lot about gardening, but I did watch my grandmother and grandfather on their farm. And out behind the house, my granddad had some peach trees. And from time to time, he would go out to these peach trees and he would prune them back. Uh, Maybe a branch was growing in the way or maybe it had become diseased or maybe he just didn't want that branch where it was. But anyway, he would go through and he would prune off some of those branches. And and I saw him doing that and I I decided, well, well, I'm going to have my own peach orchard in my house. So I followed behind him and and I watched for a, a, a good branch that was Big enough, but small enough that I could take it home with me. And and I picked it up and went and put it in our car, and I I took it home with us. And then I went out back, and and I planted my peach tree back in my backyard. It didn't make any peaches. In fact, it didn't make anything but a stick in the ground. And eventually, my dad went out and pulled it up and threw it away, got rid of it with the rest of the trash. No one needs a dead stick in the ground. And I'm going to assume that none of us here this morning wants to be a dead stick in the ground. If you were a peach branch, 
I would assume that most of us would want to do one thing. We'd want to make peaches. That's what peach branches do. We'd be thinking about all that peach cobbler we were going to be able to have once we made the peaches that we were designed to make. Much tastier than dead peach bark. Our desire, what we ought to want more than anything else, ought to be to do that which God has created us to do. To be what God made us to be. To find our purpose in life. To discover the answer to those questions. Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? What's life all about? And the answer is simple. For the believer, life is about giving glory to God. That's who we are. That's why we're here. So how do we do that? How do we go about bearing fruit? Well, the only way to bear fruit, according to this passage, is when we're in the vine. And that's exactly what Jesus tells us in verse 5. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We cannot be what we were created to be outside of Christ. Trying to do that was like me taking that peach branch and planting it in my backyard and thinking I was going to make some peaches. All I did was make a stick, which was in the ground that I would go out and and water and That didn't help. It just made the stick wet. The problem is many believers live just like that. We're frustrated in life for a very simple reason. We are not where God created us to be. We're like a peach branch stuck in the ground, wondering, why don't we make any peaches? Jesus put it very emphatically. He said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Not you can do something, not you can be partially effective, not you can maybe do a little bit. No, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, this was something the disciples were going to need to remember. As they set out to spread the message of Christ, they were just 12 guys. There was no way that they were going to be able to take the message of Christ to the world on their own. Couldn't be done. And the fact of the matter is, the same is true for us. Now, the good news is, we can be exactly where God created us to be. We can be in the vine. Paul put it this way in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. He said, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Now, did you catch the comparison here? Jesus says, apart 
From me, you can do nothing. Paul says, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. What a difference. What is it that God wants you to do? What friend is there in your life that God wants you to tell them about Jesus? What what ministry does God want you to join and, and be a part of? Or what ministry does God want you to start? You may be thinking, well, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can say the right words to tell somebody about Jesus. I might say something wrong or... I don't know if I can be a part of that ministry. It's just so big and so busy, and and I don't know if I've got what it takes to do that. Or you may be thinking, you know, God's been putting this this idea in my head, this this passion in my heart, but, but I just, I don't know that I could ever begin to do something like that. You can do everything through Him who strengthens you. But apart from Him, you can't do anything. When I want to water the plants in our yard for the gardening that I don't know how to do, there's a problem. Our water faucet is on one corner of our house, and most of our plants are located way across on the other side of the yard. Now, fortunately, some incredibly inventive person came up with the solution, the water hose. Just one problem. The hose has to be connected to the faucet. Now, for some reason, I'm not sure exactly why, we store our hose on the patio over by the plants. Which means, before I can water the plants, I have to drag the hose all the way over to where the faucet is and connect it until I'm through. And then I disconnect it after that and roll it back up and put it back on the patio. That's because one year we, we left it connected through the winter and wound up flooding our basement when the pipes froze. Maybe that's why we store the hose on the patio. Now that makes sense. Jesus reminds us of this very important truth. Apart from Him, we can do nothing. Or or put another way, if we try to live our life outside of Christ... If we try to do things our way, if we ignore Jesus' command and just say, well, I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it. This is the way that I think it ought to be done. If we do that, we're like our hose on the patio. It's dry as a bone. I can stand there with that hose all day long. Nothing's going to come out of it. The only way to be fruitful is if we are connected to the Savior. And it's not just us. There are children in our community. Now, there are children around the world that this is true for, but I want you to think about children that are right here, not just in Springfield, but I mean right here on the streets, right around National Heights Baptist Church. There are children in those houses 
this morning that they will never hear the name of Jesus except as a curse word. They're right here, folks. It's, it's not around. I mean, it is around the world, but it's not just around the world. It's right here in our community. Kids who are going to grow up without ever knowing that Jesus loves them. There are youth in our community. That they go to school every day. Not understanding what this world is all about. They try to put it together. But everything they hear is just a bunch of confusion. They don't know how to put those pieces all together. Because no one has ever told them that God loves them. There are families right here in our community that they are at their wit's end. They don't know where to turn. They don't know how in the world they are going to get out of the mess that they have created for themselves. Folks, God put us here to tell them. And we've been talking a lot about the Envision campaign. You're probably getting sick of it by now. But there's a reason why we're doing this. We want to provide the best resources we possibly can so that we can do the best, most effective job that we can possibly do to tell those children, those students, and those families, there's a God who loves you. Now the good news is, when we are in Christ... God can do some amazing things. Now, now we realize what we're talking about is, is a big step. It, it's, it's almost hard to conceive how much $1.2 million is. That's a, that's a lot of money. And I know that you think about it, well, we're going to build this stuff, and that's not going to make people come. I mean, And it won't. That's the truth. But here's the thing. We're not thinking like God thinks when we think that. When we say, well, there's no way we can do that. Well, yeah, that's true. But we're not the ones that are going to do it. God is. Because we're connected to the vine. We've heard his call to do everything and anything we can to take his message to our Jerusalem. That's our community right here. And then to extend that message to our Judea and Samaria and all the earth. We've heard that message and we know we can't do it by ourselves. So we have planted ourselves in the vine and we have said, God, do this through us. God can do some amazing things. If we will simply be in the vine. So take a look at your life today. Are you where you want to be? Is your life bearing fruit for Christ? Do you have purpose in your life? Do you know why you're here? You can. Just Remember 
the vine. Jesus said, remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Heavenly Father, this morning we want to be in the vine. We don't want to be that stick stuck out in the backyard, just drying up and withering. No, we want to be right where you want us to be. We want to be connected to you in every way, bearing fruit for your kingdom. So help us do that, Lord. Help us to understand how much you love us, what you have done for us, and how you can work through us. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.